Well, thank you for the kind words. Um, as you can see from the video, the, we're an extension of your church, missionaries out there, and we're giving Bibles to people. And uh, I want to tell you a little bit about the history of the Gideons. They were formed in 1899. Now, I'll do the math for you. That's 123 years ago. Uh, up in Wisconsin, and we moved to Chicago, and now our headquarters is now in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, the Gideons have given away, uh, in that time, 2.4 billion, that's with a B, billion Bibles. That's a lot of Bibles. It's hard to even imagine how big a number that is, right? But if you go on uh, uh, Google and search for the total printed Bibles in the world, your result from that search will tell you that there's over 6 billion Bibles been printed. By that token, if it's half true, we've given away half of the world's Bibles. That is quite, a, quite an accomplishment. And those Bibles have gone to 200 countries, territories, and possessions. And they're printed in 109 different languages. You probably didn't realize there was that, was that many languages. Gideons have their own Bible app, if you can put it on your phone. Uh, it's called the Gideon Bible app. And you might ask, well, what's that any different than others? Well, it has uh, in front of it, uh, it has uh, what points you to a place or times of need or helps. And when you have life problems, you can punch on that app and they'll take you right to the scripture to help you for those, those problems. Um, and uh, you, it has a section where you can lead somebody or lead, lead yourself to, to being a Christian. And you can also, it's free, but also it has an audio button you can push. And it will pray. It will play uh, like fifteen hundred languages in audio. So you can imagine me speaking with someone in a different language, and and you can show them the Bible, and, and they can hear the Bible in, in their own language. So during this time of the of the, the Gideons that have been impacted, I know it's been hard on your church here. Uh, maybe at times you didn't even have uh, in-person services. But I do know you, you had a parking lot service because I watched the video on that one. Uh, you may remember back to that. It was a real cold day, windy, and uh, Brother Tom was having trouble keeping truck up with his Bible and his pa preaching notes. And, and I'm sure you guys were cold out in the cars, right? But those are the things that you had to go through. And um, uh, I've watched some of your services from time to time. And I've been a prayer warrior for your church, uh, and you didn't even know it, but I've been praying for you and praying for Brother Tom and Linda and praying for your church and, and the endeavors that you're, you're going through. Um, but during this time, the Gideons have also been impacted because, obviously, there was no churches meeting. There, there was no schools in session. We couldn't get into medical facilities very well. So we tried to concentrate on what we could do, and so we, we focused our interest on educators and teachers. Even though they were broadcasting lessons, they 
needed as much assurance as anyone else. So we tried to make sure we had testaments and, and Bibles to take to the teachers. And then sometimes in some areas we were able to bring restaurant food into the to the teachers to, to give them a little little break in their in their efforts. So but we did continue to uh, give Bibles to places for health workers as much as we could, and the police and the firemen and the military. But um, let me tell you a short happy story. Happy stories are always happy that I was slightly involved in. A few years ago, a young couple that I'll call Bob and Sue, living here in Kentucky, they were trying to adopt a child. After years of red tape, they were notified that there were some children that might be available. Yes, I said children. There were five siblings in Brazil. So that was more than what they bargained for. But after praying about it, they continued with the paperwork for a few months, and they finally learned that it was only going to be four because the birth father would not give up the infant. Um, so the four children in Brazil. Now, uh, sometimes things don't go the way you think they would go, but it looked like that this adoption was going to take place. So I was able to contact the Gideons and get eight copies of uh, New Testaments in English and Portuguese. Now, the primary language in Brazil is Portuguese. So these, these Testaments will help the parents and the grandparents. I got four for the children, two for the parents, and two for the grandparents to help them to bridge the gaps uh, of language barriers. And, and down at the orphanage down in Brazil, they, they didn't want to give the children false hope and tell them too much about what might happen. But unbeknownst to them, they started teaching them English without really telling them why they were teaching them English. And they also changed their diet. Evidently, a, a sudden change in your diet can be harmful to the children. So, long story short, they've adopted four children of various ages, um, and they're living right here in Kentucky. And the Testaments have allowed them to bridge the gap between the two languages. And there are other bilingual Bibles, especially like uh, Spanish and English, uh, uh, English and French and, and Germany and whatever. So, if you have people that you know that would be interested in having such a Bible, that those, those are available and can be purchased, okay? Now I'm gonna, this morning I'm going to tell you a few stories, a few, share you with a few testimonies from people that have posted things on our blog. If you want to look at the Gideon blog, you can go to uh, gideons.org slash blog, and you can see all kinds of testimonies there from people. These are true first-person testimonies from people. The first one I want to share with you is Brandon Blair from North Carolina. Now, Brandon was one of those people surrounded by gospel truths his entire life. His father was a pastor in North Carolina, and his childhood was filling with hearing his dad deliver sermon after sermon. But he'd tell you, I knew a lot about the Lord, but I was living for the world. Fast forward, 
to the terrorist attacks in New York on September 11, 2001. This event took Brandon to his core. It moved him that, that he needed to do something. So he, he enlisted in the Marine Corps. It took him a little while to get in the Marine Corps because there were others that uh, were already re-enlisting, and um, he didn't get to go in right away. But, that's, but there was a time in 2003 when he left for boot camp in Paris uh, Island, and he was given a gift of a testament. Now, some of you fellows may have gotten one of these in the military. It probably had a camo on the outside. There was a time we only had one camo cover, but now we have a separate camo cover for each branch of the service. Um, anyway, Brandon ended up serving two full combat tours. On his last tour in 2006, soldiers were getting on a bus, and he was again handed a testament, a testament from the Gideons, and he placed it in his left chest pocket and forgot all about it. War is brutal in many, many regards. Environments are often challenging, and one never knows what may take place. In August of 2006, Brandon was shot by a, a sniper in the chest. He didn't know whether he was going to live or die, but he begged the Lord to save my life. He didn't know what his injuries were, but he assumed that they were serious. He eventually arrived in the hospital, and to his surprise, realized that he had suffered only nominal injuries, and he thought that was a miracle. Brandon continued to receive medical treatment. A friend of his from Tennessee came to visit him, and after that visit, his friend too was shot by a sniper and passed away. Well, the reality of war had gotten real personal with Brandon at this point. Here he had a friend that had lost his life. And he, he asked, it was an extremely low point in my, for me. My friend was just 19 years old, engaged to be married. I asked the Lord, why not me? Why did it take, take him? After his friend's death, Brandon was lying in a hospital bed surrounded by four walls. He had no TV, no phone to call folks at home. And he, but he found a testament that he had in his pocket when he got on the bus. And he took it out and he started reading the book of Psalms. And he got down to reading in Psalms 40, verses 1 through 3. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard me cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of a miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Brandon had heard Bible verses his entire life, but this time it was different. God brought Brandon out of his pit, changed his life in an instant, and he asked God to receive his sins, forgive his sins, and accepted forgiveness through the salvation of Jesus Christ. His words, I told God I would serve him from that day forward. Before I was shot spiritually, I was all head knowledge. After I was shot, I was true surrender. I was all in. For the Lord. 
Now, sometimes we make promises to God when we're in trouble, and we don't always follow through with them. But Brandon, in 2007, he was honorably discharged from the military. Remembering his promise to the Lord, he, he felt called to serve in the ministry. And he entered a Bible college in North Carolina and then went on to the Theological Seminary in Wake Forest. He's been serving in the ministry since. And before too long, he, he met a, a photographer lady, Tristana, which they began to date and married in 2009. Today they have three adopted children. Brandon serves as a youth pastor for 11 years. But in 2019, God moved the Blair family to Knoxville, Tennessee, where Brandon became the senior pastor of Loveland Baptist Church. So one of his quotes is, the military gave me a purple heart, but God gave me a new heart. And he's living today as a pastor um, from what that little testament did for him on, on the battlefield. So I'll ask you, is God still working in your life? Did any of you here today by a show of hands get a, a Gideon Testament that either in school, in the military, <coughs> in college? Look at the hands. Amen, amen. Unfortunately today we can't get into public schools be, uh, for many reasons, but we can stand out on the sidewalks and give away Testaments and we still do that. We continue to do that. Let me share you, with you with doc, uh, a testimony by Dr. Kim Powell. Now, Dr. Powell is the current chaplain of the Gideons International, uh, headquartered in Nashville, Tennessee. Here's what Dr. Kim has to say. As a Christian, I believe God can do difficult things for his good. Of his. In all my own life, I've seen God work and move in significant ways. Can only that only a testament of his faith, faithfulness. I've known about Jesus since I was a little boy, but I did not truly know him until April of 1977. When I entered Ohio State to pursue my doctorate degree, I had pretty much convinced myself I could do whatever I had set my mind to do. But halfway through a four-year study, God began to show me only he was sufficient to meet my words. Serious personal problems came into my life at that time. I had intended to become an eye doctor, but I was a wreck on the inside. At this critical time in my life, God drew, the te drew me to a testament given to me by the Gideons. This precious testament planted the seed that brought me to Christ. Soon after surrendering to Jesus Christ, I met the love of my life, by God's grace, Lynette and I were married not long after we began our professional careers. Hardships and hard days would follow those exciting times. We lost our first child the day after he was born. We were devastated. We were sad, hurt, the feelings of several other emotions. I had to go to the Word of God for answers. Those difficult times taught me that God still has the answers. For God has showed me 
in that season of life to be appreciable today among the worldwide pandemic. First, I have wrestled with the question, God, are you really in control? Well, Isaiah 46, verses 9 and 10 reminds us, Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning and from the ancient times, things not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand and will accomplish all purpose. One of the age-old questions many people struggle with is, why does God cause or allow difficult times in our lives? Well, one reason God causes us to allow things to happen is to bring us to the end of ourselves, to the feet of Jesus Christ. Romans 8, 28 reminds us, and we know that for these who love God, all things work together for good, and those who are called according to his purpose. Before we, have, before we had a, a decision to make, we had to face trials, difficult trials. And he, he eventually will tell you that the Gideons did, did survive this pandemic. We've, we haven't had as many church services as we'd like to have but we have been able to, to get funds from other sources, and we're still an active part of churches or around this, this country. Let me move along to the um, scripture the Gideons like to quote every time they give a presentation. In God's word is Isaiah 55, 11, that tells us, So shall my word that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return to me void but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the things wherein I sent it. You know, the world is like a jigsaw puzzle, and God's got his pieces on all the pieces of the puzzle, moving them around. We never really know for sure what God has in store for us, but God has a place for each and every one of you, and he wants you to reach out to your fellow neighbors and friends and worship and witness to them because let's, let's, let's be frank. There's a lot of people in this world. In fact, there are millions in this world that have not uh, seen the Lord Jesus Christ. You, when you look for the Gideons, you probably think of a Bible like one of these that you see in hotels and motels. And we still put them there. Although then in the pandemic, there was few, one in particular hotel that had us to come remove every Bible uh, because they, they wanted fewer things in the rooms for people to be uh, exposed to. But we still put these in, in um, hotels and motels. We have these that we give away to children, uh, mostly school-age children. And some people ask, why different colors? We have red ones and green ones and blue ones and white ones. It tells us when, when we see somebody with one of these testaments exactly what venue they were in when, when they got the scripture. The content of them are all the same. But, but that lets us know who they are and wh where they were at when they got this scripture. I see I'm running out of time, so let me move to a closing statement here. Right now, billions of lost people are in need of God's word. 
and million, millions of them are right here in the United States. Let me say that again. Millions of lost people are right here in the United States. So we ask, ask you to do three things for us. One, to pray that we have a steady flow of, of monies to buy more scriptures to give away. Two, pray that, that we have more to join the Gideons. Now, somebody here might be interested in joining the Gideons. I happen to bring along some applications today, so if you're interested in joining, well, we'll, we'll get you signed up today. And finally, pray that those adults and children who receive God's word not only will open the scriptures, but also open their hearts to Christ. There's, there's children here in the States, here children overseas, and all over the world. Now, we're here today not to take tithes from your church, nor are we here to take uh, any support you have with your mission program. But if you're fin financially able, and God has opened your heart to this ministry today, consider making a financial gift of the Gideons International. And when you give to the International, an investment of a dollar and 32 cents will, will get these scriptures anywhere in the world printed and delivered to people that need them. So, and a Bible like this one we put in the hotels costs $5. Just to give you uh, an idea of what, what the expenses are. Now, none of your money is used in the overhead of, of our ministry. We, we pay dues, and we make special offerings, and we take care of all of our overhead ourselves. So your money, whatever it might be, will, you can be assured will be used for scriptures. Uh, for, for your convenience, you can make your check payable to the Gideons or, or the Gideons International. Or in your bulletin today, there's a tear-off for you to use a credit card if, if you're so inclined. And if you're not prepared today to give, there's an envelope to tear off there. You can take it home with you and pray about it and decide what, what if anything, you want to give uh, in the future. We also have some getting cards that you may have a rack here in your church somewhere that you can use to send Bibles to people, uh, and memorial Bibles or uh, pastor appreciation days or different things. Um, and if you don't want to use that card, you can go to sendtheword.org and you can send a card and they will get, let you put a, whatever scripts you want to say in it and they'll mail it for you. You can't get better than that, right? Okay. So I just want to thank you for the opportunity to share about this ministry. The Gideons International, we represent your church in distributing God's word all around the world. I'll continue to watch your video services from time to time, and I'll continue to be a prayer warrior for you and Brother Tom. And I, I wish your congregation the, the very best, especially in your current building project that you got going. So thank you very much. If I can keep it together, I've got a little short testimony about the Gideons and the Gideon Bible. Um, three years ago this month, Buster was in a hospital in Oklahoma City. There's a Gideon Bible in the, right there in, in the ICU. And uh, being in a rush going out, we didn't take a Bible with us, but the Bible 
which Vesta keeps going back to, and then we were a friend of ours, Psalms 91 every day. We've used that Gideon Bible to pray over. So that was just a little testimony for the Gideons to have the Bible there in the hospital for us to, to give comfort and, and pray. And that's just kind of my, I felt moved as soon as it was said and it hit me like, I asked Mike if I could say something. He said, well, I'm supposed to pray. You just go on and pray. <laughs> I said, so. So. Now, just so, personally, it was a, a comfort for our family. So, I, I just kind of promote, like say, if you feel to give and, and uh, what's on your heart and just to, to support this ministry. Now, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for the day that you've given us. Just thank you for uh, the Gideons that, that take their time and, and their money and efforts to, to, to be a minister for you, Lord, just to be a witness for you and just through handing out these Bibles. A lot of time it's not a lot of, um, you do the work, Lord. You, they just put it in their hands for people to hear the word and to read the word. Lord, we just thank you. Be with us and guide and protect us as we go through this week and let us be a light for you. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to the Sunday morning worship service of the Ekron Baptist Church. You too can accept the eternal life offered by Jesus Christ. First, admit that you are a sinner. Then believe that Jesus Christ can forgive you of your sins and ask him to come into your heart and change your life. Then confess your faith in Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. If you've made this decision today, write to us at the Akron Baptist Church, 2775 Hayesville Road, Akron, Kentucky, 40117. If you're looking for a church home, we invite you to be a part of our growing family with programs and Bible studies for all ages. Join us next Sunday at 11 a.m. for morning worship from the Akron Baptist Church. Until that time, may God bless.